Read the headlines and you'll see that many organizations had the right stuff in place. New generation firewalls, sandboxes, identity management, and intrusion protection systems, to mention just a few. But they're still getting hacked. Here is Cisco's chief architect for security, Martin Resch. Kind of begs the question, what's going on here? Uh, you know, I spent $50 million on security and all I got was this lousy vendor t-shirt. Hello, I'm Eric Charbro of Information Security Media Group. And I met with Resch at the Gartner Security and Risk Management Summit in National Harbor, Maryland, where he explained the problem. These critical security tools aren't architected to work together. And as you'll hear, Cisco is pursuing a major engineering initiative to create a platform to assure these security wares seamlessly work in concert. Uh, all the technologies that we use today commonly are different pieces of a puzzle, but they're actually different pieces of different puzzles. <laughs> and maybe a few of them work together because one vendor or another created them in the first place, but you know, due to the, the way that this industry typically works where things get acquired and you, know, you have these aggregations of technology, what we see is that the most integration that most people have attempted to do so far across security technologies is what I call back-end integration, which is taking all the events from your disparate security systems and putting them in the same place and trying to make sense of them. I have a firewall and an IPS and an antivirus system and an identity management system and they all generate security events so I dump them into a log management platform or I dump them into a sim and then I try to make sense of what's going on. And of course the data that comes out of all these systems is uh, individually is very low value and we try to tie them together to make high, the high value data. But the fundamental problem is that trying to tie together a bunch of low value data into something that's more high value it kind of works but it doesn't work very well and very frequently the operational response capability isn't really tied to the detection capability at all, right? So we figure out something bad has happened in our environment, or maybe some technology detects something bad happening in our environment, and we have no way to consume that data and no way to turn that into responses effectively. And if you read the papers, you see it. You see it explicitly. You know, Product XYZ picked up the fact that the bad guys were there and it was squawking for weeks, and nobody did anything about it because the technology was new or the technology is noisy, so they couldn't surface the events that mattered from the ones that didn't and things like that. To my mind, there's actually two types of integration that can happen between security technologies, and only one of them has really been emphasized in the industry. The core way of doing it is back-end integration, and this is where we take all the events, we put them in the same place, and we try to figure out what's going on. But there's another level of integration that I call front-end integration, and front-end integration is taking advantage of the fact that you have technologies that all know something individually about their, their operational area, whether it's your firewall, or your IPS, your VPN client, or your vulnerability management system, or your identity and access management system, they all have insights into their operational environment. Very frequently, they don't externalize those insights. In fact, almost never do they externalize those insights. They keep them internally. And the problem is, is that what we end up with, the way that all of our technology is configured and managed and run, is it's all done manually. You have an operations team that takes what they know about your operational environment, takes what they know about your corporate security policy, and they turn that into configuration and they deploy those configurations throughout the environment. And of course, the problem is, is what if they're wrong? Or what if the network is changing so quickly that there's information that the security infrastructure could really benefit from knowing that just isn't going anywhere? And that's what we see happening over and over again, is that these tools that we have are configured approximately for their environment, but they're going to be major things that really should suggest shifts to your security posture that don't get incorporated into your security configuration because everything's run manually all the time. So this notion of being able to do uh, front-end integration as a precursor to doing excellent security and getting higher value data into your back
backend integration system is kind of what we're driving uh, towards at Cisco right now. What if I could take all this information that I have, it's all in these systems, what if I got them to externalize their information, put it in one place, I built a, a platform for centralizing all this information, building one uh, source of truth, and then built applications on top of that that would communicate back to the security as well as networking infrastructure and produce higher value control over my environment. And when I do get security events, higher value events that are much more actionable uh, out of the mix. Is this something that uh, Cisco will re-architect yourself or are you going to be involving others in the security community to do it? So it behooves us to do this for ourselves first, on the one hand, but it also behooves us to make sure it's as interoperable as possible with everyone else. So to that end, what we have done and what we're really operating on right now to build out this visibility platform is we're building out a, a set of different technologies that we've already got. So we've got the Firesight and AMP technologies that came in with the SourceFire acquisition. We've got PXGrid, which is a native Cisco technology. We've got ICE, which is uh, our identity services engine, another system that we built inside Cisco. And we're really bringing them together to start as the foundation of building this picture. And they already have uh, areas where third parties can, can put their data into the, into the mix to, to build out this network map. We don't anticipate this being a proprietary system at all. We believe that this should be widely adopted. And if you're going to make it widely adopted, you need to make it as open as possible, publish the APIs to both put data into it as well as extract data from it, and also publish the APIs for building applications on top of it to drive more highly automated, more accurate security. Where do you stand at the moment with this re-architecting? The, the basic pieces exist uh, already, and now it's, it's uh, building them for higher scale and building them uh, to interoperate and, and kind of uh, be one thing, as opposed to the four things they are right now, to share their information about their environment and expand them where they need to be expanded. So there's actually a fair amount of work to do to, uh, to get to the, to the end state that we want to be at, but this is under uh, active development right now at Cisco uh, to build this. This is something that we're already on the path to build. And what's the timeline on it? Oh, uh, well, I... <laughs> That's that's ambitious to uh, to talk about a timeline right now. I think it's uh, we're we're not prepared to talk about timelines yet. Okay, you're making your APIs available. Are there other ways you're collaborating with others in the industry? At this time, I think it's still early days, so we haven't we haven't put together the ways that we want to collaborate with the industry. We are talking about everything from publishing our own standards or operating with standards bodies to uh, using open source models to drive this thing forward. And this is an internal conversation that's going on right now. Do you have to do any kind of restaffing? Uh, I wouldn't say we need to do restaffing. I, I would say that, y you know, at Cisco, there's always, you know, it's a very big company with a lot of engineers, uh, so there's always lots of uh, uh, talent available on tap, and it's a matter of concentrating it where necessary. We're always uh, interested in, in kind of uh, bringing together the right pieces internally to, uh, to build these things out, but uh, I wouldn't say restaffing. I would say uh, um, kind of concentrating staff where necessary and hiring as needed. What would you say the challenges are to be able to meet these goals? Biggest challenges are going to be to build the uh, scalable data management platform that can accept all this data and build up uh, a real-time unified map of what's out there, who's out there, what they're doing, the applications that are used in the environment, and all the other kind of ancillary pieces as well as mapping them all across each other. So you've got that data management piece, you've got the uh, event channel for this thing that has to be built, which uh, already exists to some degree but needs to be built to work on this data management platform that we're going to build, and then making 
a visibility platform that is appealing to third parties to develop for, I think is going to be the other big challenge. And it's not a technical challenge so much as it is a political challenge. Basically getting people to buy into our vision for how this should be done and uh, drive for it. With the players that we've got in Cisco security, I think we have a good reputation for uh, interoperability with each other, with our open source credentials from Snort and ClamAV, as well as some of the other things that we've done. So I think it's kind of a new era for Cisco in terms of interoperability and, and working with others across the security business groups. I suspect you're going to see um, people uh, be interested to, to join with us on this project. The challenge isn't necessarily technological, it's more the mass of the entire project to, to be able to execute on. This is a big project. This is big, uh, a big engineering project to do this uh, correctly, right? So think about um, the largest Cisco customers that are out there that might want to participate on this platform where you, know, you need to concentrate data across their entire deployed security infrastructure and down the road their entire deployed network infrastructure. That is a very big data set. That is a very big data management system to do that. So we are going to be uh, uh, building out uh, capabilities to do that sort of thing. And that's, you know, that that's that's a big engineering project to, to pull that off. And uh, I think we're the kind of company that can pull that off, which is why I, you know, it, it's a bit of an audacious goal to some extent, uh, but I think we can do it because, you know, we're a company that can pull off big things like this. That's Martin Resch of Cisco. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.